The Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. Know the difference. Now, the Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News. Easter weekend, and welcome to the show. This is Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show. Got a great hour for you on the way. The Great Resignation Action Plan. We got a great email from somebody who's kind of freaked out because her or his company might be purchased, and he or she is wondering about what they should do next. They've been there for 20 years, so we're going to take her or him through some steps. You see how careful I am? Why are you being so careful about that? Well, because I'm really not sure if it's a he or she. So we're going to talk to our estate planning attorney about avoiding estate planning mistakes because, boy, they can be made and made so easily if you're not careful. And then how does Annex Wealth Management provide top-notch customer service? A great talk with one of our CSMs, client service managers. She is just so good. Great combination. That's all coming up. Our website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. I'm Danny Clayton. Derek Felsky is on the road. Dave Spano, President and CEO of Annex Wealth Management. Just me and you, kid. That's so, and looking forward to it. I know on the way to the studio, you usually stop at the gas station for a coffee. I tell you what, I stopped at Starbucks. $6, my man. And that is inflation, right? $6 for a cup of coffee. Crazy. You but, had to choose between a gallon of gas I and know. It, right? or water, right. even water, right? So, uh, yeah, there's no question that we are seeing inflation everywhere. That is not a story. But as you know, Danny, we have been talking about this for more than six months, probably as long as a year that we did not believe that it was transitory. Well, now people are starting to talk about peak inflation. In other words, has it peaked? And so there's a lot of information that we're looking at. And one of those is what's called the PPI, right? So it's the producer's price index. The producers, they produce things and then they get to the individuals, the consumer price index, the CPI. And right now we saw a report this week that had double digit inflation numbers, which is just stunning. You know, we obviously, you and I can go all the way back to the late 1970s, early 1980s to remember numbers like this. But is it peaking? That is really the question. And there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. One of that is oil prices. And so oil prices now dipped below 100 and then back over 100. You tell me, what's going to happen in Ukraine and Russia, then I'll give you a better assessment of what's going to happen with inflation because if oil prices continue to go up, that's inflationary in and of itself. I know you're being a little facetious because we really don't know. No, I mean, the really, point. the last action is Russia's move to the east. It looks like Ukraine heavily damaged one of their ships. I mean, who knows if they hit back hard and what kind of upheaval that's going to be and what if the, what's the European reaction to that's that? That's right. So that's the reason why for those analysts to go that we've seen peak inflation, I'm not sure how they can do that. But of course, that leads right into what the Federal Reserve is going to do, right? Because their job, as we have covered this, they have two jobs. And one of them is to make sure that we're at full employment. The second is to control inflation. That is second. That second job, that second mandate has not gotten a lot of attention over the last decade or so, but now it has. And so therefore, the Federal Reserve has to move aggressively 
to raise interest rates and get rid of their balance sheet by letting bonds run off, for example, amongst other things, to try to get inflation under control. And that is really it. But it's it's everywhere, Danny. You know, you use cars up 41%. Obviously, energy commodity prices up, lodging, travel, all of it is up, and it's all in everyone's pocket. It absolutely is. Did you see the new term? I, I think some people were saying peak, but then others were saying near top or something yeah, like right, that. Right. Right. But, but, but here's the question. The question is, is it peaked out? And right now, we just don't know. But there is some good news here, and that means that if it does start to subside, maybe the Federal Reserve can move slower, and therefore, the, if that happens, the markets will react accordingly. Because what we were thinking was there's going to be a 50 basis point to jump in the next... Probably in the next meeting in May, and maybe even after that, but then they're going to take a wait and see, in our opinion. Okay. That's Dave Spano, President, CEO, Annex Wealth Management. Know the difference. It's one team, one plan, one fee. Especially now, it is good to get it under one roof for investment and retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning. It's a complete plan built by our entire team with the power of the entire team. Most important part, we are a fee-only fiduciary. We're talking about total fee transparency. You can start on a weekend. Head to our website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. This is Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, Sunday, April 17th. Quick break. We're going to be back. 92.5 Fox News. Inflation isn't going away anytime soon. As the cost of everything from food to vacations to your electric bill rises, you may wonder if your retirement plans are still on track. Annex Wealth Management can help. It starts at AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. From there, our in-house planning team will create your wealth metric, a snapshot of where you are and where you're headed. Wealth metric will help you understand the impact inflation may have on your plans. Get started today. Visit AnnexWealth.com. Hey, real quick, before we get going, I want to tell you about a brand new webinar that's coming up, and it's coming up pretty quick. It's part of our focus series. It's market volatility and financial planning. Happens on Wednesday, May 4th, 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Central. You can sign up at AnnexWealth.com slash events. We'll have more on the show next week, but again, it's about market volatility, and financial planning. That's what we do, and we do it as a client learning series as well with our webinars at AnnexWealth.com slash events. I'm Danny Clayton, Dave Spano in the studio, Annex Wealth Management's president and CEO. Inflation definitely at the top of the news, talking about Ukraine, talking about Russia. How about China? Yeah, that's right. You know, you think about the news media just fixated on negative headlines, and you just named a number of them. There's more, of course. There's obviously the weakening consumer confidence reports. There is potential for a recession, perhaps next year. But as you mentioned, Danny, China COVID lockdowns, I mean, they are locked down. And in Shanghai, there is a number of companies that are over there that are shut down. Well, that is going to exasperate the supply chains because of what comes out of Shanghai. So we're going to see further pressure between what's happening, obviously, with Russia and Ukraine. And now on the other side of the world, you've got what's happening with China. So that is going to slow economic activity. And that's the reason why I I think that the Federal Reserve is going to have to be cautious, right? Because they still have to make sure that the economy is moving forward in some manner. But if the rest of the world is slowing down, that's going to make their job much tougher. It would almost be slowing down through no fault of our own, right? I mean, it's all these other factors. We were kind of on the way to a recovery. Oh, there's no question. Then COVID hit twice. Right. 
Right. There's no question, Danny. And of course, there is this huge demand that people have for goods and services. So it started off with goods. They wanted stuff when they were in lockdown. They wanted bikes. They wanted Pelotons. They wanted to do things. And now that's moved to services. And so that is kind of a shining light right now is the consumer has been in a very strong position. Cash on the sideline has been very plentiful. So therefore, all of these things are trying to pull us through. I think you're right on with that, Danny, that the economy was on the right track until all of these outside forces started to slow things down. And the airlines were on the ropes. Now yep. look, I mean, airlines, they can't handle everybody. Yeah, which is good. In fact, uh, this week we saw some really great returns out of some of the airline stocks. And by the way, this is the beginning of what's called earnings season. We've covered this before, but every quarter, every three months, publicly traded companies have to give a report on what they did in the past, right? What was their income like? What does their balance sheet look like? But more importantly, the takeaway, Danny, is going to be what they talk about going forward. Did you see the stat? That there are more cuss words in the forward in the guidance than no. ever before. Oh no, I haven't. Yeah, seen I saw. That. That's, I mean, oh, that's very maybe funny. they're just frustrated, right. or but actual cuss words in this thing. But you said this before. It's about the guidance, that's right. right? And it's about the guidance, really, though, knowing what we know now. Right. That's right. right. And, and what they think they're going to have to do. But input costs are higher for companies. Labor costs are higher for companies. So that will put pressure on their earnings, and maybe we'll start to get some reports from these companies that say their earnings reports aren't going to be as good as expected, but every company is going to be on for itself. And there are companies that are going to do well in an inflationary environment. And that's why you need to go through your portfolio and understand if they are one of those companies that will succeed in this type of environment, or are they one of these companies that will be hurt? And that is the reason why we go through this process called Wealth Metric. Wealth Metric is fantastic. We would love to get it in your hands. It's more than a portfolio review. It considers your investment, your retirement, and your tax plan to help answer questions like, how are you doing and what might you be missing? That is the bigger thing. Annex Wealth Management is a fee-only fiduciary. What we do, investment, retirement planning, tax planning, and a state planning. It's built by our entire team. You've heard lots of them over the years here on this radio show. They can be on your side. Imagine that. You can put your mind at ease by having a clear, well-built plan. We're going to be back in a bit. This is Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, coming back on 92.5 Fox News. It starts with a call. With one call, you can start seeing your future more clearly. If your financial picture is cloudy because you're getting conflicting tax, investment, and estate planning advice, help is a call or a click away. Annex Wealth Management's team works to get your investment plan in line with your tax plan and your estate plan. Build confidence with one team working to create one comprehensive plan as a fee-only fiduciary. Annex Wealth Management. One team, one plan, one fee. AnnexWealth.com. We're back on Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. You know the old joke, Dave Spano? What's the best way to enjoy a boat? No, how's that? Have a friend that has exactly a boat. Exactly right. And you have a boat. What's boat fuel doing? Yeah, it's, it's going through the rough, obviously. And people, uh, we're watching to see if the boating activity goes down at all. But inflation is with us. You know, it doesn't matter if you go to the grocery store at Publix or seed to table. Wherever you go, you can see higher prices. And as I mentioned, you know, going to Starbucks, fuel, all of these things are pushing prices higher. 
does it create what's called demand destruction? That is really the key. And, of course, that would do the work for the Federal Reserve. If higher prices, you know, the, the, one of the other axioms, of course, is what's the cure to higher prices? Higher prices. Has that happened yet, though? Oh, I mean, sure, yeah. It, it, very, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah, because, you know, if you have higher prices, no matter what it is, uh, I know we're talking about, you know, 1% of problems with yeah. higher boat fuel prices, but uh, if you're a single mom, of course, that is really hurting you because the lower economic strata folks feel that so much more that higher prices definitely mean that you have to have less demand, which means that GDP is likely to decrease. Well, that is the story, and that is the reason why everyone is concerned about a slowing economy or what's called a soft landing. And does it land too hard? What that means is, are we going to have a recession? And right now, it's about a one in three chance that that happens sometime after the midterm elections. So we're going to have to watch it because nobody really wants a recession because what it does, I mean, the only people who want it are the people who have prices out of control, Mm -hmm. right? But recessions and bear markets have been inextricably connected. And with that, of course, if you have a bear market, you're down 20% peak to trough. But remember, folks, that we have had one heck of a run from the trough to where we are now is almost 100% return. It wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens, Danny. You've seen peaks, Dave. You've seen valleys. Um, Great planning can work through the conditions no matter what they are, right? Well, the planning, of course, is, you know, what do you do in your portfolio? And a lot of people freak out and they think it's a binary decision. Either I'm in the stock market or I'm out of the stock market. Either I'm in real estate or I'm out. And that's really not the answer. When you're talking about developing a portfolio, it's really about risk-adjusted returns. What can you have in your portfolio that still returns something while mitigating the risk? Coming up next on the show... We always say know the difference. This is a hear the difference segment. It's an annex client sharing his story. This is a person that did a lot of research on whoever was going to wind up being his investment and retirement planner. Turns out it was Annex Wealth Management. That's coming up next on Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show. This is 92.5 Fox News. At Annex Wealth Management, we put our money where our heart is. With the Annex Charitable Foundation, we strive to support difference makers in local communities and organizations to help them succeed. That's part of the difference. Learn more at AnnexCharitableFoundation.org. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management, and that's the goal of this segment. During our shows, we share the thoughts and talents of our team in hopes that you make the decision a partner with Annex Wealth Management for investment, retirement, estate, and tax planning. We believe in what we do and how we do it. But what's it like in the real world with real clients of Annex Wealth Management? Joining me is a longtime client of ours, and for sake of this segment, we're going to just give you a little anonymity and just call you Dan. that cool? That sounds great, Dan. That's great. Well, welcome to the show, Dan. Right at the top, because we operate in complete transparency, it's important for the audience to understand you are a client of Annex Wealth Management. That is correct. Annex is not providing any type of compensation for your time on this segment. Correct. And there are no conflicts of interest between you as a client and Annex as a firm. Correct. Let's get to the fun stuff. Dan, how far back do you go with Annex Wealth Management? I first interviewed Annex in late 2007, and I officially joined as a client in February 2008. You're a smart guy. You're a medical doctor. Was there a do-it-yourself portion when it came to investment and retirement planning? 
I did all my investment and retirement planning until I joined Annex. Everything? Everything. Read the papers, kept up on the charts, major moves, all that stuff. Correct. I wanted to consider hiring someone prior to that. Over the years, I had looked at different firms and different advisors, but I never found someone that I felt gave me a value for what they were offering. And I felt that many of the people were more interested in their fees and what they could get from me rather than what they could do for me and help work with me on my long-term plan. Was there a moment on the path to retirement that you said, you know what, I probably really should have a pro in place? I considered in the early 1990s hiring someone, and over the years, I periodically looked at different people. And then in 2007, I said to my wife, I've reached a point in my life where I want to have more free time. I don't want to have to do studying and wondering about investing and making all my financial decisions and planning decisions on my own. I had accumulated a fair amount of assets at that point, and I wanted to have more time with my wife and family. And so I decided that I was going to hire someone and there were better options by that point. The whole financial planning environment had changed where there were better firms and that were more concerned about clients than just charging fees. What was it that led you to choose Annex Wealth Management as the partner? In late 2007, I researched a bunch of different firms and I picked four of them. I made my wife go along and I interviewed all four firms. I had a list of questions I prepared and I asked all of them the same questions. After discussion and looking at all of my options and having interviewed everyone, I spoke with my wife and I decided that Annex Wealth Management offered me the best team to work with. Things I liked about Annex is that it was more than one person, it was several people, and they offered different areas of expertise. Also, they were going to work as a fiduciary. They were going to charge me a percentage of assets based on a yearly percentage that covered all of my financial planning, not just investing, but if I had questions about paying my mortgage early or how much money should I save for my kid's college education or if I should invest in other things or how much I should put in retirement assets versus other assets. And so I really wanted someone to help me with that. Also to talk about tax management, to talk about as I got older, if I needed long-term care insurance and just a number of financial questions. And the thing I really liked about Annex is I didn't get charged an extra fee for every question I asked. When I used to meet with my accountant, if I would ask an extra question, there was an extra fee. And with Annex, I knew what I was paying and it was a percentage, and it was the same every year. And for that, I could ask any questions that I wanted. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management? We're chatting with Dan, a longtime client of Annex Wealth Management. So you've been with us over 13 years. I know what got you in here, but how did we keep you for all these years? Annex has been a great partner for me and my family. The reasons I hired Annex in the first place continue to be true over time. They took away a lot of work for me. I no longer had to study and figure out my asset allocation and what things I wanted to invest in. Annex took over all that. My financial planning decisions regarding funding my kids' college versus my retirement versus paying down the mortgage and other financial decisions, they helped me go through all those decisions so I didn't have to do the homework that I did previously. As I moved along in my life, different decisions came up. I'm older now and I moved towards retirement. They helped me make a decision as to when I could retire and how much money I needed to retire. They helped me decide what to do as far as long-term care insurance. They helped me decide what to do with health insurance as I retired. 
all of those decisions and questions I was able to discuss with my team at Annex, and they were able to give me advice, and they didn't charge me any extra money for discussing those. I just have the one fee, which covers all my investments, but it covers all my financial questions and decision-making. The other thing and the other reason that I really wanted to hire someone is that if something happened to me, my wife would not know what to do, and I did not want to ever leave her in a situation if I would pass away for some reason that she wouldn't know what to do. Now with having Annex and having all my assets and all my paperwork here, if something happened to me, she would come in and talk to the team and they would take care of her and everything is already set up. Let's talk about the really good stuff. How's being retired? Being retired is great. I am very happy in my decision. It was hard for me to leave medicine, which has been a huge part of my life. And my patients are like an extended family to me. I was very fortunate. I had awesome patients who are really good people and many of whom I had known for more than 20 years and I had a long-term relationship with them. So that's the hardest part of, but also in medicine, I worked a lot more than 40 hours a week. It took away from my family. And so I reached a point in my life where I wanted to devote more time and energy to my family. And I felt I owed them that. And that's the main reason I retired. Know the difference. The place to start with investment, retirement, estate, and tax planning, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Dan is a longtime client of Annex Wealth Management. Dan, thank you for letting us be part of what sounds like a wonderful start to a retirement. Thank you very much, Danny. Cut through the clutter with Axiom, the weekly newsletter from Annex Wealth Management. Subscribe today for seven insights built and delivered to you every Sunday. It'll help you navigate the markets and the things that affect your money. The Axiom. Sign up at AnnexWealth.com. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management? I guess we can call this a special version of Ask Annex as we got a rather urgent request from somebody who might be part of the Great Resignation. And for the uninitiated, the Great Resignation refers to the complete upheaval in employment happening right now. Job switches, career switches, you name it, it is happening. Here is what our anonymous person shared. Hello, Annex. I hope you can help. I'm freaking out. My company is making the news with coverage about a possible change in ownership that makes me uneasy. I've been here almost 20 years and have been involved in the company 401k, the HSA, as well as being involved with ownership of company stock. I might have the opportunity within a month to make a move to another company, but I have zero idea on what I should do with my current investments here. Are there steps I should follow? What might I be missing? Did I mention I'm freaking out about this? Let's dig in because this person is not alone. For some, it might be greener pastures with better pay and opportunity. This person's hand might be forced with a change in ownership. To help us outline some of the initial steps, let's welcome in Eric Strom, financial planning manager and a CFP at Annex Wealth Management. Hello, Eric. Hi, Danny. Also joining us, Deanne Phillips, director of client learning and development, CFP and a CDFA at Annex Wealth Management. Hello, Deanne. Well, hi, Danny. You've got your inspector hat on. You've been looking closely and trying to parse exactly what this person is saying. Exactly. Let's say just for the sake of this segment, we'll assume the person is taking a job at a new company. So they got a 401k, an HSA company stock. What do we need to cover first? Well, first, congratulations. It's a, it sounds like a wonderful opportunity. And of course, it's scary. Of course, you're freaking out. Change is hard, right? But it sounds like you've done the right thing. And you've got these wonderful components, your HSA, which we're going to cover in a moment. You've got a 401k. You're probably entering into a new company where you will also have benefits benefits such as a 401k or something like that, a retirement plan, and uh, depending on your health care too and HSA potential and potential for other types of maybe deferral, maybe some options, maybe some deferred comp. So there's a lot to explore here. There is. And I think one of the first places to start is 
They mentioned company stock. The company stock might be within, for example, a retirement plan like a 401k. If that's the case, there are some strategies that would be appropriate to look at that could help with the taxation of that stock. Now, the stock might also be part of some kind of equity compensation plan, and that would be a moment where you really want to sit down with a financial planner who has strong background and education in equity compensation. And these, tax. And, and tax. tax is going to be really important these, here. They could be performance shares or restricted stock, non-qualified stock. You want to have this reviewed at this point because the tax consequences and investment consequences could be significant here. Is the stock thing the most complicated of all of these? It really is because there are different ways that you can get stock. You can get them through an ESOP or a stock purchase program. You can have them where the company drops them into your 401k, in which case, if you roll out, you have something called net unrealized appreciation potential, where it can potentially be taxed favorably in the future, but there's current tax consequences when you roll that. So so if they're separating from the company and rolling that plan, they need to understand what their options are from a tax point of view. Now, they were talking about company stock, but they also mentioned a 401k. So it looks like those are two separate things. Well, they might, but you can hold company stock within a 401k, oh, sure. and that is where the tax consequences become complex, and you have a few options that you need to understand before you make a move. So one option with the 401k, which would generally not be the best option, is to cash it in for a lump sum. Now, that can create a lot of taxes. It can spike your income. It can create penalties. So that's usually the one option, Danny, that you don't want to do. But let's talk about some of the good options that someone has when they're leaving a, a job. You could keep the money in the existing 401k. You could potentially move it into the new 401k at your new job, or you could roll the funds to your own IRA. Those are really the three main good options. There's a lot of considerations, though, to decide. First of all, you want to think about fees. Fees at the existing plan, what would fees be at the new plan, or fees in your own IRA? Depending upon the new company that's coming in for this merger or this takeover, that will influence what happens with that company's stock and what the options are. So you're going to be given a new set of documents and kind of a new welcome if you take this new job. It'll list your benefits. It'll give you options for that stock. But remember, because of the taxation, you're going to want to do some real planning around that. Now, if you decide to keep it, though, the other thing to do is to think about relative to your overall wealth, how much company stock do you actually own from a diversification point of view? Remember, you're already levered to that company simply by working for them and getting that paycheck. Sometimes, you know, there's no need to accumulate too much stock in one company in your overall plan. Deanne, I'm really glad that you brought up the topic of understanding and evaluating the benefits and compensation package at the new company. What type of retirement plans would this person have available to them? Maybe 401k, could be deferred comp, other types of plans. What company matches might be available? Is there equity compensation? What's the healthcare look like? Is it a high deductible plan where we can do another HSA? There are so many fun things to look at when you get that big old pile of paperwork, right? The benefits at the new company. I love to really look through that and understand all of the potential plan options and really how to leverage those. And how they fit into the financial planning goals of the person. They mentioned an HSA. That's highly transportable, right? Yeah, so that's a health savings account. So when you have a high deductible plan, a lot of times employers will open you up to having this health savings account. And what happens is pre-tax money is put into this account and you don't have to spend it by year end. There are some plans that are flexible savings plans where you have to spend them, use it or lose it by year end. HSAs are not that way. In fact, as you get closer to retirement, accumulating that so that you have tax-free money to spend for health 
care and retirement can be a really good thing. And these can be invested, too, to grow for you for the future. Job switch, perfect time to talk to a financial planner? You bet. For investment, retirement planning, tax planning, estate planning, we do it as a fee-only fiduciary. Know the difference? Website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Start the wealth metric process. Eric Strom, financial planning manager and a CFP at Annex Wealth Management. Thank you. Thank you. And Deanne Phillips, Director of Client Learning and Development, CFP and a CDFA at Annex Wealth Management. Thanks for the assist. Thank you for having me. This Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, Sunday, April 17th. More to come. We're going to be right back. 92.5 Fox News. Those new smartwatches give you all sorts of insights on your personal health. Heart rate, steps, all right there. Wealthmetric gives you key insights on your financial health. If you're looking for analysis and data on your financial health, get your Wealthmetric by visiting AnnexWealth.com. Know the difference? This is a team segment. We're going to talk about estate planning with the estate planning attorney for Annex Wealth Management, Jill Martin. Welcome back. So you wrote a great blog piece, and that is available on our website. Yes, it is. So it's really talking about kind of what are the the biggest planning mistakes that we see most common among estate plans that we review for clients and just things that we hear about in the community from other people? Let's go with the big three and, and not having the estate plan, using do-it-yourself software, and then relying on your neighbor and the legal advice. So let's go through those. What happens when somebody doesn't have an estate plan? And I can tell, here's the spoiler alert. I think it's a big mess, right? It, it can be a big mess. Basically, what happens is, is there are state statutes that default so that there are rules that every state around the country has that says, if you didn't have an estate plan, this is what's going to happen. Because there are 60% of Americans that don't have an estate plan. There's a couple of things, right? There's during lifetime, you would need to have guardianships in, put in place if you don't have a health care or a financial power of attorney, which is someone to step in and make your decisions and manage your finances for you. During lifetime, it's critical for you to have two documents in place, a healthcare power of attorney and a financial power of attorney. And that's where you select who's going to be that person that makes your healthcare related decisions when you're not competent to do so. And also who's going to be able to step in and manage your finances when you can't do it anymore. Any other mistakes that, that happen? I mean, that, that people all of a sudden realize when they're kind of wading through this? Again, the state provides default rules for who your heirs are, right? So it's generally going to follow your bloodline, your next of kin, so to speak. But what happens is if you don't want it to go to those people or if you don't have any children or grandchildren and who do you want that to go to? Do you want it to go to siblings? Do you want it to go to nieces and nephews? Maybe not if you don't have a close relationship. So you need to do planning to figure out who that's going to go to. Jill Martin is our estate planning attorney at Annex Wealth Management. We're talking about the mistakes made with estate plans just talked to some clients yesterday and oh my neighbor you know she did this she did that and I said well I said that and that may very well work but it was basically they they researched on the internet and picked a bunch of clauses from all sorts of different agreements that they like and threw them into a document right I don't know that that's going to be great. It might have saved you some legal costs up front, but I can probably bet you that for every dollar you saved on the front end, it's going to cost your family and your kids three to four times what you saved in legal fees to clean it up on the back end. Your neighbors will always have an opinion on what yard trimmer to get or what estate plan to have. Absolutely. I'm all for the kibitzing around the coffee table, but what happens is, is everybody's got a unique situation. And so what your neighbor is going through from a financial standpoint or what their assets look like and their estate looks like, or even your parents or your siblings, everyone's in a unique situation. So doing just what you heard your neighbor talk about is not necessarily going to be the right fit for you. And so it's important to get a good advisor, whether it's a financial planner, a wealth advisor like we have here at Annex, an estate planning attorney, an insurance advisor, 
all of those people, you need to have your own team that knows your situation. So the last 10 clients that you've worked with, what would you say out of 10, how many were the same? Absolutely none of them. Let's talk about the legal nitty gritty. When they go awry with legally invalid documents, then that's really where the costs start to go up because you've got somebody that needs to wade through that. Every different document that is part of an estate plan has different execution requirements so that it's legally valid. There's little nuances in executing documents correctly, and a lot of people don't read the fine print, which is important in legal documents. Another mistake is the wrong individual as the power of attorney, the executor, or the trustee. That's a disaster in the making. It is, Danny, and it's one of those things that I don't think people think about it as much as they really should. You know, it's a big decision on who is going to be that financial power of attorney for you, who's going to be your executor or your trustee, because they're the person that's going to be responsible for A, following your wishes, but B, keeping everyone else informed. And you want to make sure that person is trustworthy, good with finances, is a good family communicator. It's not just a default to, I go with my oldest child and then the middle child and then the youngest. Like That's not necessarily the order. That And that's what a lot of people do. They just don't think about it. And they say, child one, two, and three. But that could get you into trouble. And I look at my parents as an example. My mom has two brothers. One was financially very, very savvy. One is one was not. not. <laughs> um, and so there had to be a decision made there in, in terms of who did you trust. Okay. There's an estate plan in place, but things change. The estate plan needs to get redone a little bit. Right. So changes happen all the time, right? And so estate planning is never a one and done type of a deal. And so you want to make sure As things change, whether it's family, whether it's finances, whether it's tax laws, pull that thing out and dust it off and take a look at it. And that's one of the things I do at Annex for our clients is is to do a comprehensive review of the current estate plan. We're talking about mistakes people make when they have estate plans. And the last one we're going to talk about is, is you've got the estate plan, but somebody better know where to find it. So that's a great one. And actually, you know, I just got a text from my mother in law last night. They live in Nebraska and they had all that major flooding. So their original documents are kind of AWOL. We don't know where they are. Now, we all have copies of them that she provided us, but the original will is basically destroyed. So it's important to make sure, A, people have copies of them, but it's also important to make sure that you do keep them in a fireproof and maybe a floodproof safe, depending on where you are, and that somebody has access to that thing. Jill Martin, our estate planning attorney at Annex Wealth Management, talking about mistakes with estate planning. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Has the relationship with your financial advisor changed? It was great at first, but now you never hear from them unless they've got something to sell. Or once you learn about conflicts of interest, excessive fees, or a lack of resources. Annex Wealth Management is different. We provide comprehensive investment, retirement, tax, and estate planning using our team built to serve. We're experienced, we're local, we're ready, and most importantly, we're a fee-only fiduciary. Meet the challenges this year with a partner acting in your best interest. AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. Know the difference? Annex Wealth Management provides comprehensive investment and retirement planning tailored to our clients' needs. It's a role we take very seriously at Annex because there's so much at stake. Details matter. 
We're going to talk about those details and how Annex, make sure we cross T's, dot I's. Joining me, several members of the Annex team. Let's welcome back Brandon Lehman, CFP and Branch Director at Annex Wealth Management. Hey, Brandon. Danny, how are you? Good, thanks. And joining us, da-da, for the very first time, Angela Wingo, Client Service Manager, Annex Wealth Management. Hello, Angela. Hi. Welcome to the show. And Angela, we're going to start with you. Uh, Here's the scenario. A brand new client has joined Annex Wealth Management with the usual assortment of accounts, right? Maybe a couple IRAs, an investment account, some stock, a 401k. I'm sure it's everything that you've seen before. How do we get our arms around all that and put it into the right place? So the first thing we like to have is for the client to provide us with all of their statements so we can know exactly what type of accounts that they have. Because the client may think they have a traditional IRA, but they could have an inherited IRA. So for us, we need to know exactly what the client has. So if we have that information up front, it makes the process go smoothly. Statements first. And, and have you had cases where somebody says, I, I didn't know this was an inherited IRA? I did just have one recently. Right. And they've got, and they have to be treated specially. They're different. Correct. Right. Okay. So that's that's a step, and you kind of gather that all together. Is it inputting data? Is it all that stuff? It is. Yes. So once we get all the information from the statements, then I can generate the paperwork that is needed to move those accounts on to Annex. Do you, Do you have a sense of things that maybe might be missing that 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 you know we ask for it, but maybe it doesn't all come in? It's like, do you, could you look a little bit more and find X, Y, and Z? We do. Yeah. Sometimes the clients aren't really sure what they need to provide to us. So then you know, it's a second conversation with the client saying, hey, we need to get these statements. If they don't really know what to do, we can contact the previous custodian with the client to get that information. Oh, we're going to get to that. Uh, Brandon, I'm sure you're going to agree client service managers are key to making sure that paperwork is buttoned up. I think they're the oil in our machine. They are, truly. Without the client service managers uh, behind the scenes making sure everything runs smoothly, let's be honest, I don't think it would run as smooth. They they really make everything from the operation standpoint, from taking care of the clients, so seamless here at Annex and are really the key to a lot of our success. Angela, our client service managers have this amazing ability, I don't know how you do it, to speak the language of our various partners. I mean, you got Voya on the line. You know the right questions for that system. The same thing with TD Ameritrade or, or Vanguard or Schwab or Fidelity, all of them. And that's hard for the average client. At least it is for me, and I'm really glad client service managers like you are doing that. Yeah, it could be tough for a client, but since I've been in the finance industry and with Annex, you know, we talk to the custodians all the time, so we know the information that they're looking for, so we know the language. Brandon, our our goal is a phenomenal client experience, and it starts with that portfolio analysis where the financial planning team, they review everything, they offer analysis, recommendation. You're also involved with the client at every step, but when they make the choice to work with Annex Wealth Management, our client service team is heavily involved, and you work closely with somebody like Angela in particular on this to make sure that that's accomplished. Correct. Without Angela and without the amazing team of client service managers we have here, our lives would be so much more difficult. They are able to see things and catch things that we sometimes miss, and and there was a, a previous Um, experience that we just ran into with an individual where accounts weren't actually titled properly. And one of our client service managers had kind of gone through it, started looking at their existing accounts, tried to make the right transfers, caught all of this beforehand, was able to go back to the new client and say, we need to fix all this. And the client wasn't even aware of all the different titling issues associated with the different accounts. The client service manager went back, fixed all of it, and was able to make this a smooth transition for the client and do all the work so the client never had to worry about it. It's almost forensic. 
It is the amount of detail and the amount of work that they put into it, the the great lengths that they go to to make sure that the client is taken care of and the counts are in the right spot is absolutely amazing. We say team tech trust, and I like hearing stories about clients who initially have us work with maybe a portion of their portfolio, but then based on the service that we provide, they move more to their Annex account, and I think that's a real testament. It is. You know, we, we you get that a lot where somebody says, I want to test the waters with X, Y, or Z, but as they see kind of the approach we take, the different levels and the different skill sets and the teams, frankly, at Annex that we have, the, from the tax to the investment to the financial planning team, these folks can come in and add so much value that the client goes, wow, you know, if I just have it all here, I don't have to worry about it anymore. It's in the hands of some great experts and great group of individuals and all these teams that can really take care of me from every aspect, not just the investment side. Yeah, I've talked about this before, but getting it under one roof, and especially the fact that, it, like you said, our tax team, our state planning team, you don't have to call out. We, you don't have to say to the client, well, you better check with your tax guy on that. We do that. Correct. I think that's a statement. You know, there's two things I say to every individual that I meet with here, uh, especially new individuals coming in, new families. And it's, look, you don't have to go outside and look for somebody. We can be the quarterback of this situation and help guide you down that path. We have the expertise here. And the second thing that I've, I've said is you will not look at Annex and say, I have a guy or a person, but rather you have a team and it is a team of experts and individuals in all of their key areas to step up and help you out. That's fantastic. Angela Wingo, Client Service Manager, Annex Wealth Management, first time on the show. Nice job. Please come back sometime. Thanks for having me. Brandon Lehman, CFP and a Branch Director at Annex Wealth Management. Thank you for sharing. Danny, always good to see you. The Week in Review, Know the Difference Minutes, team segments, planning topics, including investments, retirement, tax, and estate. It's all on the Annex Wealth Management YouTube channel, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Head to YouTube and search Annex Wealth Management. Back on Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News for Easter Sunday. Thanks for spending some time with us. I'm Danny Clayton, Dave Spano, President CEO, Annex Wealth Management. You're still in spring break season, aren't you? Well, of course, uh, you can see that uh, all around the area. Is you know another couple of weeks, of course, particularly with Easter vacation, a lot of spring breaks uh, have been tied to that. So we're still seeing a lot of activity, but soon a lot of folks will head north, and the traffic will start to subside on 41 and other places. And really, if you are down here and you want to have an opportunity when things slow down to get together, we can obviously do that. And if you're listening to the show and you're heading north, obviously AnnexWealth.com, and we can start. Start that process. And as you know, Danny, we've been doing this over the internet long before uh, work from home. I remember when COVID first hit and everybody had to scatter how ready we were. Yeah. It was really slick. This yeah, thing called we Annex doing, Everywhere, which right? is simple screen share technology, and it was, we didn't miss a beat. No, it, it was already out there, and you know, we were early to that long before unfortunately the pandemic, but we can use that process, and if you don't want to travel, if you're heading to wherever, back north, we can do that, and of course, go through this process. It's simple, and we don't hassle you at all, Danny, as you well know. Uh, we go through this process, and we can do everything that we do in person, through a secure site. Oh, I've heard stories of our wealth managers dealing with people in Hawaii. We got a one guy in, in Puerto Rico who right. was just kind of kicking back. But wherever the summer home is, wherever the winter home is, wherever you are, that's where we're going to meet you. And we're going to we're going to meet you there. And obviously, more importantly, fee-only fiduciary, that is a question you have to ask your advisor. 
Are you using a fee-only fiduciary? Are you using world-class independent custodians like Charles Schwab and Fidelity? And more importantly, if you have a plan, is it time to update your plan? Because a lot of folks say, well, yeah, I've got a plan. And we've said that ourselves. Do you have a plan? Some folks, about half of Americans, do have a plan, but those folks need to update their plan. Listen, it's like a garden, right? you got to tend it. You've got to kind of pay attention to everything. Once in a while, you're going to... like a marriage, Dan. (laughs) That's right. Yes, it is. 30... Hey, that's right. It's my wedding weekend. My anniversary. How about that? Oh, congratulations. My wife always asks me, she quizzes me, and she goes, how many years? I said, every single one has been great. There you so go. Usually, Good answer. I usually dodge it. Dave Spano is our president and CEO at Annex Wealth Management. There's still more to come. Generation X used to be, at least to me, as a young boomer, not just those kids that hung out in the bad section of the high school. Not anymore. They're in 55-year-old land, and they are in need of retirement planning. That is coming up next on Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management show, right here at 92.5 Fox News. Inflation isn't going away anytime soon. As the cost of everything from food to vacations to your electric bill rises, you may wonder if your retirement plans are still on track. Annex Wealth Management can help. It starts at AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. From there, our in-house planning team will create your wealth metric, a snapshot of where you are and where you're headed. Wealth metric will help you understand the impact inflation may have on your plans. Get started today. Visit Annex wealth.com. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only fiduciary uniquely equipped to assist with a variety of our clients, greatest generation to millennials, and contained within those groups, though, Generation X. Can't forget them, and that's what we're going to talk about here. To do them, joined by Deanne Phillips, Director of Client Learning and Development at Annex Wealth Management, also a CFP and a CDFA. Hey, Deanne. Hey, Danny. Also a Gen X, or uh, welcome. Yes, I definitely am. So most of Gen X is not on the doorstep of retirement, but they're in the neighborhood, right? And that means that they should increase their focus and take some definitive steps at this point. Let's talk about Gen X and retirement. Well, so often by the time you are seasoned to an age of 50, let's say, you've learned and incorporated several habits and hopefully less into your financial behavior and and the choices that you make. Now, these can become powerful behaviors that can be built into a financial plan, such as saving into a retirement plan, you know, watching your debt amounts and forecasting what you'll need in retirement. Most Gen Xers are really doing a balancing act, right? They get careers, Mm -hmm. aging parents, college expenses, COVID. It would be natural, but a mistake to put off investment and retirement planning. Absolutely. So while it's natural to want to take care of loved ones, it is a balancing act. As you say, you really need to make sure that that oxygen mask is on yourself first. Make sure that your future needs are realistically met before you can comfortably assist others. Because if you deplete yourself, you could actually end up being a burden on your loved ones. And most people don't want that. Now, in your experience, when somebody hires Annex Wealth Management, are we their first financial advisor? Well, not always. So many times one thinks they need assistance, but they aren't sure how to get the help they need. And most people will just start with investment management. And, you know, Danny, as we know, there are many, many advisors out there who do just that, just investment management. But if that's the only planning that's being done, how do you know if you'll meet your goals or when you will? And that's why the financial plan makes such a difference. Now, in terms of of reassessing risk. That's something that should be done continually from two points of view. First, that risk capacity. So how much time does someone have toward their goal? So if they were going to use a chunk of money in a few months, let's say, to pay college tuition, which I can relate to, or buy a new car, one wouldn't want to subject it to the volatility of the stock market for that particular piece. 
However, if one's looking to retire and then, of course, live past and into retirement, another 20 to 30 years, perhaps, then stocks are needed for growth. Then the allocation depends on the timing of cash flows and the paycheck replacement and where that will come from first. So is it coming from a pension, social security, dividends and interest maybe that are being earned off your investments? The other part of risk is tolerance. Now that we talk about a lot, Danny, that's that visceral reaction a person might have to market swings and that impacts the value of the portfolios. Again, this is where the financial plan comes in too. Many people come to the realization they need to plan as they're gearing up to retirement. I'm the marketing guy, so I'm always curious. For those of our clients who have joined us from somewhere else, what do they say is different about Annex? Well, so I think it's the value of the entire team. All of the CFPs, CPAs, attorneys, planners, all those people who make sure that all the planning is done holistically around all of our clients, the tax planning, retirement planning, budget, even estate planning, business succession planning, executive benefit analysis we do now, analyzing insurance needs, including long-term care, along with those chartered financial analysts. And those are, that's the highest designation a CFA given for a mutual fund manager. Uh, and we do have a former mutual fund manager, of course, who heads the show, Derek Felsky, our chief investment officer. All that team actually watches and manages the investments. And this is all in one shop. So instead of a client saying, hey, I have a guy, they actually have an entire company of minds at their disposal, multiple minds assessing client needs. Now that is value added. Mm-hmm. We're with Deanne Phillips, Wealth Manager, Annex Wealth Management, talking about Gen X and retirement. COVID changed the target date for a lot of people because of uncertainty. Yeah, some Gen X are sure, and not for the reason you might think. I mean, anecdotally, I'm hearing people say COVID taught them how much they actually liked being around people and interactions of working and missed that in the last year, and they value that, and they don't want to give that up. I'm hearing more of that than actual financial concerns. So they say, what do I do if I retire as we're building a new world and interacting differently with people? And some have work saying they aren't even setting a time for them to return to offices, if ever. So this changes people's social needs. We talk a lot about portfolio analysis done by that financial planning team. It's so important because that's where we can assess things like assets, where those assets are, but also debt. Yeah, now debt, not all debt is bad. Now, older Gen Xers might have heard their parents or grandparents, the greatest generation, say, don't have debt, pay off your house. But in these times of ultra low interest rates, if a portfolio is making more, why pay off the remainder of the mortgage, especially if it's mostly principal you're paying and not interest? So that could be smart debt and could help one stay liquid instead of locking the cash up in the equity of your house. Now, consumer debt, so credit card debt, on the other hand, usually comes with higher interest rates, and that should have a game plan around it in order to pay it off in the most tax-efficient way, especially heading into retirement. Does Gen X need estate planning? Definitely. Now, technically, everyone does. Even that 18-year-old heading off to college for the first time, they're a legal adult. They should have that health care power of attorney or at least an updated HIPAA form in case they have a health care crisis. Their parent can be contacted. However, in different stages of our lives, our estate plan needs change. They can become more complex as we accumulate wealth and our circumstances change. So that's why wills and trusts should be looked at every few years or during a circumstance change. Deanne Phillips of Annex Wealth Management, thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. Those new smartwatches give you all sorts of insights on your 
personal health. Heart rate, steps, all right there. Wealthmetric gives you key insights on your financial health. If you're looking for analysis and data on your financial health, get your Wealthmetric by visiting AnnexWealth.com. We're back. Quick plug for our YouTube channel. It's Annex Wealth Management on YouTube. Lots and lots of really powerful videos, over 1,400 in all, completely produced by Annex Wealth Management. Go into the search box and put in inflation or put in RMDs or put in qualified charitable distributions. I'm sure that there's something there that will help. Real quick, inflation webinar is coming up. It's part of our focus series. Market volatility and financial planning happens on Wednesday, May 4th, 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Central. Sign up at AnnexWealth.com slash events. I'm Danny Clayton. Dave Spano is president and CEO of Annex Wealth Management. Danny, I don't know if you recall, but I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, we were in the studio and you said, what do you think about Elon Musk? Because I love the guy. Do you remember that? I think he is the Thomas Edison of today. Right. And, and look at all of the things that he has done. Well, he has made obviously a lot of noise with his thoughts on Twitter and his opportunity to unlock the value. But, you know, I'm not a social media guy. I know you, you, you know don't that. say I, yeah, I, mean, I don't. <laughs> right. But I mean, you do. And that's why uh, there are folks that do that. It's just not something that's in my purview. But it has certainly been the story uh, for the better part of the week. And that's the things that people have to worry about. Are there outside stories that will move a stock or a sector? And that is the reason why this is a business that is always fun, because of the fact that there's so much new news, there's facts and circumstances that change, and that's one of the pieces of trading and buying a good stock. The one first and most important is the fundamentals. Did they sell more stuff, whatever the widget is? Did they have higher sales? And from that, did they get better net income or or profit? And because of that, we can put a valuation on that. That's number one. Number two is how is it trading? Is it trading near its 52-week? Is it near near a bottom? And then lastly, of course, is the story. And the stories continually change. And a lot of stories are going to change with these earnings reports. And so we have to pay attention to that. But there's so much fun. You and I uh, get a chance to spend time on a daily basis uh, going through stories, and it's always something that moves the market. I got a question. So he said, this is my final offer. It was and He owns, final. what, 9.2%, right. of, uh, and then he would have to kind of rethink even being an investor. If he sold that 9%, yeah. what would that do to crush, the stock? Crush Co- it. Completely yeah, crush yeah. it. So it's, is that what the board was worried about? Well, of course they, they are. Okay. Yeah, but uh, you know, you think about anyone who takes a, such a, a large position, and you know, there's a lot of shareholders that do that around the country. You activist think about investors, a, activist yeah. investors, and they come in, they can control. But just think of anything, whatever it is. If you go down to the local market and say, for example, I'm going to buy all of the certain product, that means obviously there's not enough supply, then the demand outstrips it, pushes up the price, and vice versa. And so if he dumped 9% onto the market, it would sure, certainly push those stock prices down. But it's it's interesting for certain. But this is the reason why we do this in the context of a full-scale wealth management. Should you do something Based on news, probably not. Do the fundamentals, do the trading support it? And more importantly, does it fit into your portfolio? What are the tax ramifications? How does it affect your estate plan? And that is the reason why a full-scale wealth management review is so important. And that's the reason why, Danny, as you well know, we have CPAs, we have estate planning lawyers, we have CFAs, we have PhDs on our team. And everyone who's hearing this right now has access to them if they become a client. I was out on a 10-mile hike last weekend with a buddy who is a fairly new client of Annex Wealth Management. 
It was like a commercial. It was so great. And the, I didn't even things, open the it. The things that he brought well, back he, to you, yeah. He just said, he right. walking along and he said, you know, because when you're going for 10 miles, I mean, you're, you're, there's a lot, lot of conversation. Talk about. <laughs> right. He said, I had no idea of everything that they did because, you know, Social Security, he's, he's right on the doorstep of that. But the estate planning part of it is like, well, you have listened to our radio shows. He right. goes, yes, yes. I just didn't understand how fully ready it was and for my wife and, and I. And that is the know the difference. Know the difference between financial advisors, those who operate as a fee-only fiduciary. That's how we do it. We do investment and retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning. Fee-only fiduciary. That's the way to roll. Complete plan is built by the entire team, using the power of the entire team. You can do it on a weekend. Is this the day? Head to AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. This is Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show. Have a great week. We're going to be back next Sunday at noon right here at 92.5 Fox News. The Annex Wealth Management Show is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation.